It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you grow your e-commerce business faster and more efficiently by cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and guidance from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Hello, Master Plan World. Welcome to our latest podcast. It is, as it always is, a pleasure to have you listening. I'm Chloe Thomas, creator of the e-commerce Master Plan, author, speaker and consultant, and I focus on e-commerce business strategy and marketing. Last week, we heard from Julia Lowe of Farm Toys Online about how to build a brand when you're not selling your own products. Today, for the first time, we have a returning guest on the show. The last time I spoke to Dave Rothero, he just launched two subscription e-commerce businesses in just six months. They're called Lick My Dip, which is dip as in dipping things, um, and Cheese Posties. Eight months on, it's all going well and Dave's moved to Spain and the businesses are continuing to grow fast. So hello, Dave. Hello. How are you doing? Yeah, really good. Yeah, hot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just so everyone knows, we're actually recording this in July during that heat wave we had in the UK. So it's almost as hot here in Cornwall as it is where Dave is in Spain right now. Um, So it's going to be quite bizarre considering we're all going to be listening to this in deepest, darkest November. Anyway, uh, enough of that. Dave, I've just given our listeners a quick overview of you and your business and where you're at right now. So how have things been going since we last caught up? Really good, yeah. I mean, it's been um, kind of a constant learning curve uh, the whole time, really. You know, and I mean, um, just just getting better and better. Really, obviously, you know, as you mentioned, I've had the opportunity to, to move up to Spain. Uh, basically, I, I figured that I was doing everything from my lounge in Woodford, which was as pleasant as it was. I figured I could be doing it from somewhere, well, anywhere in the world. So, um, so I moved out here, um, and, and yeah, well, yeah, here I am, just running everything from behind the laptop. Um, it's exactly the same story, really, just from from somewhere a bit a bit more attractive and a bit warmer. Was that difficult doing the move, or was it literally just a case of, from the business point of view, was it or was it just a case of shutting the laptop down on one day, getting on a plane, and opening it up the next in a different location? It was relatively straightforward. I mean, there were, there were certain things which I knew I had to get in place beforehand. Anyway, I mean, I'd, I'd already moved all of my fulfilment a long time ago uh, to a company up north in Durham who are really reliable. I, I know that they can look after everything, let me know if there's problems, issues with stock at all. So I mean, it, it literally was a case of everything that I did was from behind my laptop so I can uh, communicate with customers and still kind of keep a relatively regular working day. But yeah, I mean, super simple, really. It's super simple, like really nice lifestyle out here, cheapest, cheapest chips, you know. Um, yeah, no, no regrets. Excellent. Well, that's got. I'm sure that will have got a few of us thinking um, <laughs> about where, we, where we're ending up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk about lick my dip today, aren't we? Rather than cheese posties, because there's a bit more to talk about there. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and uh, and apologies, to everyone. We're not going to be talking much in the way of numbers because uh, Dave operates in quite a competitive marketplace. So we're going to allow him to keep all that under wraps. But suffice to say, you can trust me when I say it's going very well, and there's going to be lots of good tips for you today. So, are you you continuing to focus on the UK market? I focus entirely on the UK market, but I mean, worldwide customers tend to come in of their own accord. I mean, like all, all of our marketing, marketing efforts go are UK based, but I mean, the, because of the nature of what we do, uh, it's British produce. So um, I'm kind of hot sauce um, addiction is <laughs> like, like a worldwide thing. Um, so there's a lot of, we get a lot of um, subscribers in the US 
where obviously there's a, there's a much bigger market, but the real kind of hardcore fans uh, want to sample stuff from from further afield. So so then what we offer for them is is kind of ideal because it's kind of a, a really cost effective way to to get hold of products which which they can't get otherwise. A lot of the companies that we feature don't actually ship to the US at all. So we we kind of uh, we're opening up. Um, that to them as well and then we we get subscribers we got quite a few subscribers now in, in asia in, in japan and wow. further afield um so i mean yeah i mean because it's such a niche thing it's kind of like it's it makes it it makes a really interesting company because it's it's kind of the, the customer acquisition is like is is something which has been probably the most difficult thing for me to master um but i mean what once you kind of got it and once you built up what you kind of talk a lot about in in your book actually um chloe uh, about the customer master plan uh, of kind of building that that journey for onboarding people and creating the relationship, then what we what we've achieved is like this really loyal uh, customer um, uh, community online on Facebook and by email, where they kind of please themselves and kind of it's quite a fun sort of little online thing. It's it's always nice, you know. It's great to see that that kind of stuff is making money for you, but it's also quite good that you've got somewhere f- something fun to do that is work. <laughs> it's like great. No, absolutely, yeah. I think yeah. I'm going to go and hang out, hang out with the guys for half an hour. <laughs> it's quite quite a nice <laughs> a nice angle of that c- private customer Facebook group, um, yeah. and it should be fun, shouldn't it? Because it's it's that key part of the business. But you you mentioned you you're using what's within the book customer manipulation, which is that customer master plan model, and clearly you've got as far as um, stage five if you're build building those those groups. Have you found it's been to get the customer acquisition right has been more a case of looking after and listening to the existing customers or about getting the marketing right to pull new people in? Absolutely. I mean, um, probably about six months ago, probably what well, I'm trying to figure out in my head exactly the timeline, but there was a stage when I realised that, that, that the kind of um, outward face and marketing efforts that, that I was doing were rel- relatively insignificant uh, compared to what I could do if I focused on my existing customers, mm-hmm. listen to what they wanted. Um, communicate with them, build this community where they kind of constantly fed back, not just directly to me, but between each other as well. So you can get like a really good balance of what people like, what people don't like, and it's honest because it's not directly to you. Um, and, and then kind of improving the products and service for them. And then the kind of magical thing is then your marketing costs start to fall dramatically and your customer on board and starts to, starts to, to um, skyrocket, you know, and the, the quality of customers you're getting a, a hell of a lot, a hell of a lot better because they all come from direct recommendations. People have received their box to work and, and, you know, the, the friends have shown, uh, our subscribers have shown their friends and then, you know, they've got that direct recommendation, which is so much more powerful than a banner ad or a, um, or a Facebook or anything, you know? Yeah, it's, um, it's interesting that it's like every every little tweak and change you make improves the conversion rate, which has such an impressive impact on marketing spend and ROI and all the rest of it. But you mentioned in there about the parcels and we had, God, at some point last year, we had Sebastian from Honey Tree Publishing, who was saying that one of his greatest mark, and no, sorry, for everyone listening, they do personalised stationery, so wedding invitations and those kind of things. And he said one of the most most powerful things they did was having heavily branded parcels. So when the parcel arrives in the office, no one is in any doubt about where it came from. So have you done some, something like that with your parcels or is it more just about, you know, encouraging people to tell people? Definitely. Yeah. I mean, well, actually, the interestingly enough, what, what you say about when it actually arrives, that was something we had to combat pretty early on because when we first started shipping the boxes out, they were playing head up to our website you can see our our original white boxes are really bold and they you know there's a huge logo on the top 
with the name of the company and look at my dips and that immediately gets people looking and thinking, you know. Um, and then on the side, it says subscription consoles. It's all very bold, all very obvious on the list. And we actually had quite a few consoles going missing. Um, and then as soon as we actually started wrapping them in, in black postal bags, then all, they, they, they all started to arrive again. So, was, <laughs> so I, I, I don't know where exactly they were going. I don't, I don't want to point any fingers to any uh, potential um, delivery companies, but <laughs> no, no names mentioned. Oh my word! But, um, but yeah, I mean that—that's crazy. So because yeah. because the, your brand is so attractive, putting it on the outside of the of the boxes was a problem. Apparently so. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And I know like uh, a lot of yeah. jewellery businesses and businesses which sell expensive products, you know, with a really high resale value will not will avoid having the name of their business on anything that's um that could get stolen you know you keep it under wraps the fact that this is a parcel full of silver and gold jewelry but for for chuckneys <laughs> and chilies i find that yeah. quite crazy i think it's a compliment you know but i mean it's, <laughs> but yeah i mean that, that that's i mean that said then, I mean, the actual uh, unboxing experience is something that we focus really heavily on. So, I mean, once that black postal bag's off, then, yeah, I mean, the brand is really bold. And then uh, I've done a hell of a lot of work on kind of improving that and refining it um, since since we last spoke. Um, so, also, something which I didn't mention, which has been the biggest key thing for us, is, is that we've introduced a new, bigger, all-sets box, um, which is kind of a premium version of the box. Um, so, basically, you, you get more than twice the amount of stuff uh, for twenty four ninety nine. And that that's been huge, you know, not not just for the kind of the the um the, the margins that we're getting, but also for the, the unboxing experience. You know, people who, who are part of our community already and are enjoying the experience and have kind of got on board and all that kind of the loyal customer that you talk about, um, then they they wanted more stuff, you know. And we and we can provide it to them um quite easily, you know, in a big in a nice bigger box, much better presented, um, and uh, and, and then we can afford to kind of um to get more kind of elaborate products in there which we wouldn't be able to fit. In the uh, in the the twelve ninety nine the the original box price, is that not be able to fit in terms of the physicality or in terms of the financial margin of it all? Um, a bit of both, primarily the financial margin. I mean, the thing about um, premium spicy products is quite often they use um, kind of really rare breed chilies, um, mm-hmm. which are expensive, um, and therefore you know, um, and plus because of the small batch nature of of, of the products that we that we provide they are quite expensive and therefore i mean with the, with the premium the, the, the original box which we've now renamed the taste we wanted the taste box which is now kind of a, a sampler of, of the products that are inside the bigger premium um that that kind of has three products um which are kind of quite open to, to kind of all tastes and then then the, the ultimate box um tends to have at least another three or four products which are usually hotter and, and more kind of uh more niche more uh more expensive products as well Excellent. So you've you're using the so you've restructured it. So you've got that taste box to get people hooked and allow people to have that easy trial. And then if they're really properly passionately into chilies, you can now look after them with the with the ultimate box. So there's somewhere for people to Precisely. go within the subscription model. Precisely. I mean, it's kind of the, the, the way I see it is kind of like a, a tripwire sales product, if, if that makes sense. You know. So I mean, the the um, the kind of just for anyone who does hasn't heard the. the term tripwire sales page that's basically an internet marketing term for when you get somebody to buy very low ticket um, product usually an electronic product and then upsell them later on down the line either immediately or or, uh, within a few days or weeks so i mean that's basically what we're doing with with the taste box 
So it's it's kind of like a sampler, um, and then in, in the box we actually put the same flyer. So the inbox flyer that explains about the products, what's in what's in each box. We've got the same flyer list in all the products in the smaller box as well. So they read through <laughs> and see what they've got, and then also see what they could have had. <laughs> and then it says at the end, um, upgrade today for five pounds off your your first ultimate box. And then I mean that that's I mean it's just kind of part of our sales funnel in a sense now, you know, just an I- extension of the sales funnel, which is working really well. First off, I'm very glad you explained Tripwire because I know there was a lot of people going, what on earth is he talking about? I thought we were talking <laughs> online marketing. So that that's good. And, it, you know, you explained it really well about that, you know, the, the product to get someone in the door. Because once someone started buying from you, they're then more likely to buy again. That's the key thing with, with the Tripwire. And I love that tactic. So rather than print two sets of leaflets, which obviously is more cost, more time and all the rest of it, you just print the same leaflet that's got, everything you need, everything that's going in the ultimate box with a call to action to buy the ultimate box and put that in the taster box as well. So you're saving money on money and time on print, but you're also getting that call to action in there in quite a, a soft way of, well, this is what you'd have got if you'd have upgraded. Playing on that yeah. whole fear of missing outside. This, you know, this, this is exactly, and it kind of it, it works in tandem with with the online community as well. Because most people, when they sign up, um, get involved in the, in the online Facebook community, and then not only are they see in the box, kind of you know, the logos of what they would have had and an ex- explanation of them. Also, then they go onto the Facebook page and they see what everyone else has been doing with the products, uh, and they kind of they we eventually wear them down. Probably, they? <laughs> <laughs> they fall, but it, but in in the but right I, way. I mean, <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, yeah. No, this is the thing, you know, because I mean, the 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 nature of kind of selling on online, um, for me is kind of the beauty of it is you can reach obviously a, a worldwide market, um, and get all these kind of like the like the, these products onto super niche, um, uh, taste, uh, people, um. But I mean, it's actually getting people on board, communicating to them online in a way which which they kind of understand that what we offer them is actually really valuable, you know. Um, so I mean, any way you can do that is at the end of the day, it is obviously their choice whether they upgrade or not. But I mean, it's 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 for me, it's just a case of communicating the value that we do actually provide to people, you know, in an honest way, uh, with a little bit of um, uh, elbow twisting. <laughs> <laughs> and are you still focused entirely on the subscription sale, or are you doing one-offs as well now? Uh, one-offs we do, um, so I mean, we, we've actually uh, uh, upgraded our, our one-time deal to Shopify so that we can manage it a bit better. And um, mm-hmm. I mean, that's fantastic. The first time we use Shopify, it's it's incredible. <laughs> it's so powerful. But um, I mean, that's that's only really for selling off surplus stock. And also quite a few people, when we featured a, a hot source from a, from a brand, then quite a few of our members are asking about um, what else they do. So then um, we started to buy and sell additional sources from those those ranges to sell there to kind of add some value um and then also uh, another tactic which i've been using which is which has been converting relatively nicely um is to uh, to sell one-off boxes on amazon so kind of speciality boxes which you usually go and i think as gifts you know um and then within those boxes um including a little flyer to explain about the subscription service so it's kind of like using a, a sales channel as, as a marketing channel if that makes sense oh nice i like that so you were on crate joy before i seem to remember was it? That's right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we're still, yeah, still using Crate that, that still manages the, um, the subscription element of everything. And then we've just got a Shopify store set up in a different supermarket. Wow, so you've got essentially two separate e commerce businesses on the go within Lick My Dip, as, as some yeah, would see. Yeah, it. precisely. And that's been, been worth doing. Yeah, absolutely. And it makes sense because it means that we can, I mean, 
we, now, now that we've got this, this online community where we've got all these other subscribers, then they're, they're, they're sitting there waiting to buy more stuff um, from, from the company, you know, and they're asking to buy more stuff. So, I mean, it's it's daft not to kind of to capture those sales throughout the month when, when we're not um, selling subscription boxes. Um, presumably, it also gets you slightly better deals with the suppliers and better relationships with the suppliers because you're able to take more stock. Definitely, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's, uh, the suppliers really see it as, uh, as a um, a big incentive for them because, um, uh, sorry, sorry, a big advantage to, to them, not just to be featured in the box, but also in the store. Because, I mean, as I mentioned earlier on, a lot of these guys aren't geared up to ship uh, worldwide, so we can do that for them um, with our shipping services. Um, and also, um, our boxes every month go off to various reviews within the chili, hot sauce, spicy niche. Um, so kind of included within their their the wholesale order, which which we're taking from them, it is also uh, reviews to to the the exact audience they're after, you know, um, which would be quite difficult to get otherwise. Wow! So you're sending out review boxes every single month. Yeah, absolutely. I mean that that's that's really integral. It draws in a hell of a lot of new um, kind of cold uh, traffic as well um, to to people within within the niche and also to subscription box uh, reviews as well. Um, I feel that there's there's a few um, in the US and UK. I assume that you know you're you're sending some to the same people every month, but there's probably quite a growth in terms of the f- types of food bloggers you could be sending it to, and the types of subscription box reviewers you could be sending it to. So it's probably somebody fresh to send it to every month. I would have thought. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, there's requests that come in every single day. I mean, you, you kind of get to that, that point after really? a month or so um, that the people are always requesting new boxes. But I mean, it, it goes from kind of people who've launched a YouTube channel and have zero followers and, and no videos and, and want free stuff. <laughs> so people who really do have like a powerful following. And that's, I mean, if you can harness that, I mean, it's really, really powerful because it's the same kind of referral as a, as a friend, you know, like the relationships yeah. that these influencers build up online is is very, very powerful, you know, and that's why um, they, they, they can kind of leverage that to get free stuff and, and, and get paid. So that's, um, do you do a fair amount of, for, for all the people who email in and going, can I please review one of your boxes? Do you do a fair amount of research to see if they're worth sending it to? Or do you still send it to the guy who's just started up his YouTube channel? So there's a, there's a few things which I do. Um, and it's relatively easy to, to decipher whether whether they're worthwhile or whether they're trying to scam you. So if somebody uh, sends their blog through, then I'll take the URL and put it into a tool called SimilarWeb. Uh, I, I personally love SimilarWeb. I think it's an awesome it's tool. Useful. Just the yeah, free yeah. stuff is... Brilliant. But anyway, carry on. No, precisely. I mean, that's fantastic. You can tell exactly like uh, how much traffic they're getting and where the traffic's coming from uh, and whether it's real traffic or not. Um, and then quite often people people will um, come through from Instagram as well because we we, um, we focus a lot on Instagram for um, marketing. Um, so, I mean, it's worth then looking not just at the follower account because obviously people can buy followers, but the uh, the interaction on the page as well uh, and the inter- interaction on the posts. So how many likes, how many comments and whether they, they look valid. Um, you can pretty soon get an idea. Um, we have had a few um, YouTube uh, claims come through recently. So people who, who say, you know, this is my channel and, and they link to their channel or they link to a channel with 40,000 followers and it turns out that they're not actually that channel at all. So that's definitely <laughs> something to, to bear in mind. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you have to be careful. But, I mean, it's, it's definitely worth filtering through and, and um, separating the wheat from the chaff because it is so powerful when you hit the, hit the right one. And now that you're about 12 months into the business, are you finding that the majority of the review boxes you're sending out are to people who you've tracked down or to people who've requested them? Uh, probably a relatively even mix, to be honest. Um, I mean, the more effective ones, the, the very effective ones, I tend to find myself because they, they, they 
if they've got a, such a big following, they, they tend to kind of, they don't really have to try too hard. People come to them and they mm-hmm. get a constant stream of stuff. So I mean, quite often you have to incentivize them with, with affiliates, uh, affiliate programs as well. Um, but I mean, you never know. I mean, there's a, there's a guy, there's a couple of guys actually review my box every single month. And because they're right in the niche and, um, they've got a really good relationship with their, their followers. Um, then they get free boxes and, and affiliate, um, payouts every month. And they continue to to bring in a, a steady stream of very good lo- loyal subscribers. Because I guess part of the part of what bring makes someone to become to take that step to becoming a paying customer is that they really want something that's in this month's box. So the more people you've got unboxing it and talking about it, the more like you know, because like every box, every taster box has three different products in it. So each of those three products is another chance to get someone on board, which. I totally get works with the reviews, but I'm guessing you probably tease people with what's coming up in the Instagram feed as well. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, try not to give away too much. Um, but, uh, cause mm. we, we get, um, uh, uh, review products through all the time, you know, so, and they're all very, very good and quite often from the U S as well. So, um, I mean, Instagram is, is, um, uh, yeah, absolutely. For, for kind of teasing what's coming up, but also teasing the, the existing, sorry, so the, the, the potential followers, uh, with what's just been, been in this box. So, you know, again, like kind of what you've missed sort of thing. So is it, and this might be me showing my naivety when it comes to subscriptions. Is it, say the subscription box mails on the first of the month? Is it only people who've paid up till the end of the previous month who get that one? Or is it a case of we've mailed it and there's 10 left? If you sign up now, you'll get this one? We don't actually market that yet, but that's a very good idea. So currently it's the former. If you're on the list, you'll get it. Sign up now and you'll get next month's. Currently it's 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 kind of halfway between and a little bit of a manual process. So um, obviously um, when, when putting in the, 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 the order with each supplier, you have to order, you know, X percent over to, to uh, accommodate for, for growth yeah. in, the, in the period between order and delivery. Um, so, I mean, those exist, those, that surplus stock, uh, then we offer to, to new subscribers as they come in. So it's actually the 22nd of the month is the cutoff. So, um, after people, um, after that cutoff, if somebody signs up on the 22nd or the 23rd, 24th, if we've still got boxes left, then yeah, we'll deplete them because that's good for them. It's good for us. It means that we don't have stock hanging around. That's a nice bonus as well, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. You, and it you, means that people aren't waiting the whole month to get their first box. Yeah, it's like you missed the deadline, but we've managed to fit you in. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, precisely, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. Okay, well, um, oh, Dave, what do you, we've, we've spoken about a lot of stuff and you've been incredibly good giving us lots of tips and tricks, but what do you think is the most awesome thing about lip, Lick My Dip at the moment? <laughs> uh, sorry, I mean, as kind of touched on there, I think it's the community, you know. Um, and I mean, every day it kind of surprises me with, with new things kind of new advantages which i haven't noticed before for example customer service i mean it, like somebody goes onto the community uh asks a question and then four or five people chip in and, and answer them you know about about shipping or about delivery or about what to expect this kind of thing um so i mean that's that's like really really um valuable for me you know yeah. it, it takes even if it's a little bit little bit of work off my hands you know um and also uh the the fact that we're still one of a kind really you know we're um there's quite a few hot sauce subscriptions in the States now, uh, probably mm-hmm. about four or five of any kind of real uh, impact. Um, but to, to the best of my knowledge, we're, we're still the only people actually shipping a balance of sauces, snacks, cooking ingredients, chilies, powders, all these kind of things, you know. So I think that kind of makes it really exciting for the people who subscribe. And I think that's why we still get a lot of US traffic as well. 
And a lot of passionate customers too. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, so what's on the radar for the for the next few months? Uh, so at the moment, like I'm, I'm actually starting to look more at um, Google retargeting. Um, so I mean, that's uh, kind of uh, paid marketing, pay per click, and stuff is something which I've toyed with in the past, um, and, and as I, I've kind of suggested, uh, it's been far more effective to to focus on what we do with our existing customers and to bring in uh, traffic like that. But um, I mean, Google retargeting just started about a week or so ago and it's starting to bring in some great results already. So those people who are getting referred by their friends and aren't necessarily ready to buy, then we're just kind of carrying on that kind of nudging sequence um, to them automatically, which is which is really effective. Excellent. So, mm-hmm. Well, I I just love the way that I, hopefully everyone can take this if they listen to your first interview with us and then this one as well, is that, the way which you're you're getting one bit right and then you're working on the next bit and then you're slowly layering up these different marketing tactics as each one gets optimised, you're then looking for the next one. And it's such a straightforward yet very powerful way of building the business. And you're you're covering off every aspect as well. It's not just about the marketing, it's about the products, about the customer service, it's about the platform. But it's whatever the next thing is that needs fixing is what you're looking at. Definitely. Um, I mean I mean I think I think it's it's really important to kind of be honest with yourself in these things as well, you know, uh, to kind of like look at things, analyze them and like really kind of as much as it's, it's quite fun to do something like say it's quite fun to set up Facebook ads all day. <laughs> like if, it's, if, if the ROI isn't there, like, I mean, just you got to scrap it and move on to something else. And the faster you do that, the, uh, the, the better, obviously, you know. I love that as a quote. If the ROI isn't there, scrap it and move on to something else. <laughs> On that note, we're going to move on to the top tips round. Um, And we all love this section because it gives us some really quick ideas for taking our businesses to the next level. So Dave, first up, your book top tip. If everyone listening to this podcast took Friday off to read a book to make their business better, which book would you recommend? So going back to my move to Spain, um, this is a book I actually read a while ago, but acted on more recently, uh, The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. Um, Do you know it? I do. Yes, it's it's a great book. So I mean, it's, it's fantastic. It, it was a, it was not just kind of a, a, a kind of a push over the edge for me to move out here, but also even even if you just look into kind of optimize what you do um, and kind of cut down the amount of hours you work on on one thing, so that you can spend and doing something else, something more effective. Then this is definitely definitely worth a read. Um, I mean, basically Tim Ferriss, um, his ethos is to is to hack everything you know and to, and to optimize everything and, and to find a way around. Um, any problem to, to, to kind of make it better, you know? So in, in that respect, he kind of talks about not only ways to, to reduce the amount of time you work so that you can, you can be more free to do other things, but also how to kind of manage your time a lot better, um, to get schedule stuff up, to batch things together. Um, I mean, definitely just like, don't listen to me, just go and read it. <laughs> it's just, definitely, <laughs> definitely, it'll change the way you work. Excellent. So the traffic top tip next then, which marketing method do you the prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves? So I still focus really on Instagram. Um, and uh, that is it's kind of, it's less of a direct marketing channel in my mind and, and more of a, uh, um, more of a, 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 an awareness channel to kind of catch, catch customers on, on their, kind of their periphery so, so that they kind of become aware of us and then gradually kind of build a relationship with them it's, it's a really good kind of um low friction way to kind of start to to, to gain a bigger following and so, the, I mean, I, sorry, sorry carry on dave after you so i mean i, I suppose that um like the, the second part of your question um to think that it doesn't uh, get the press it, it deserves obviously everyone is quite aware of what instagram is and what it does but i think 
the way a lot of people are using it, the way certainly I've seen a lot of people using it as kind of using it as a, a, as a billboard to kind of constantly paste up offers up, be kind of quite salesy. Um, I think when you kind of learn to master that and, and when you learn to, to incorporate it into your kind of onboarding um, uh, uh, funnel, then it's, it can be very, very effective. So it's more about interesting content than it is about buy, buy, buy. I think it's more about um, creating a relationship with, with your customer, you know, like like profiling them and working out exactly what, what works for them, what they actually want to see. Um, and then I'm kind of mastering that. And, and it's, I mean, the, 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 the analytics that you can do with it as well, you know, to kind of track what people are doing, like how people respond to your content, then it's, it's a really good way to, to, to kind of not only build a relationship with the customer, but kind of give them what they want. Excellent. Well, then the tool top tip next, this might be a collaboration tool, a social media plugin, a phone app, or just a way of working. Is there a cool little tool you use that makes you and your team more efficient day to day? So I like to keep it really simple. Um, so, I mean, my, my workflows are all a process of Google Docs and and, um, and like very like Zendesk. Zapier is probably the most most interesting thing I use. Um, which is, you know, whereas up here, it's, it's a, um, it's an API system, which basically connects pretty much any application to any other application. Uh, so that's really, really handy, uh, where they don't have kind of, uh, native integration with, with other platforms. Um, aside from that, in terms of communication, um, Slack is fantastic to kind of replace email, to communicate better, to keep track of everything, share files. That's, um, every day for me now, Slack loads of great tool tips in that little section <laughs> so i hope you've all been <laughs> scribbling uh we'll definitely have links to all of those in the in the show notes which is at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash 76 uh, but we've got one last top tips question which is your startup top tip if you met someone this weekend who's thinking of starting an e-commerce business what would be your first tip for them uh so this actually happened to me the other day i was speaking to somebody here in spain who was doing exactly this so uh, and my top tip was to go for a premium product and not to undercut. So this guy was actually um, setting up a, uh, a language kind of intercambio thing. So um, for, for learning languages via Skype and his kind of relatively uh, uh, new to the market approach was going to be to undercut the competition and to kind of make it cheap, cheap, cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, I mean, what I've learned over the past six months since we last spoke um, is that once you have a valuable customer um, who's willing to pay, especially if it's something like self-improvement, language learning, they're willing to spend more money for a better product. And I think the way the way you'll inevitably end up if you try and undercut the competition and create a cheap product and sell it low and fast um, is is having to cocoon yourself and therefore having to compromise your product. So I'd say yeah. always be uh, build premium and provide a better, better service rather than undercut the competition. It's a lot more funny. It's a lot more funny. It's a lot more enjoyable building a business where there's enough margin to go around than one when you're co- constantly chasing every penny. Precisely. Yeah. Okay. Well, Masterplan World, you can find all of those and everything else we've been chatting about at ecommercemasterplan.com76, including Dave's last interview, if you haven't yet caught up with that one. So Dave, before we say goodbye, would you like to let the listeners know where they can find out about you and Lick My Dip on the business, on, on the business, on the web even, and on <laughs> social media? Yeah, absolutely. So if you go to um, dave.rothero.co, um, then you can, that, that, that's my own personal website. There's a list of projects that I'm doing at the moment, um, including a few upcoming, um, social media, uh, strategy kind of courses and stuff, uh, which I'm going to be setting up. Um, and also, awesome. links to, yeah. I'm now glad we didn't dive too much into Instagram because people, I'm assuming one of those courses is going to be helping people with Instagram. Precisely that. That's going to be the first one. So. Excellent. Well, <laughs> yeah. everyone, head over to, was it dave.rothero.co? 
That's right. To ha- check that one out. Yeah, and then uh, Lick My Dip, uh, Google us, so you can find us at lickmydip.co.no, uh, no, sorry, lickmydip.com, um, cheeseposties.com as well. Um, and then, yeah, Lick My Dip, if, if you use the code uh, MASTERPLAN, um, then you can get £5 off uh, or your first Ultimate Box if you'd like to try us out. Excellent. Well, there's a great offer for everybody, especially as we're getting quite close to Christmas. Gift time. £5 off with the code MASTERPLAN, wasn't it? All one word. That's right, yeah. Marvellous. Well, thank you very much for all of that, Dave. That's awesome. Um, we'll add links to all of that, including the code and everything else we talked about today in the show notes. Masterplan World, you can find all of that at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash 76, or just go to the website, click on the podcast tab or use the search box. Dave, thank you so much for being on the show again and continuing to bring us a huge pile of great tips and advice and ideas for how to grow our businesses. So thank you. No worries at all. Well, another great interview with Dave Rothero there. Loads of great advice around how to get your customers really, really engaged so they keep buying, um, how to get them to spend more with that upgraded box, so the product changes he's been making, and also some great insights there into the whole kind of blogger outreach process you know so look and analyze those who ask for review review content look out for those who you want to review and also make sure that be aware that for some of the larger players you're going to need to be able to offer them an affiliate commission to get onto their con onto their platforms I'm sorry I didn't ask him many many uh, questions about Instagram. So it's great to know he's got a course coming up on the Instagram front. But you know, we've covered Instagram on a couple of podcasts lately. So I wanted to, to explore some of the other areas with Dave. So I hope you don't mind that. If you do, then let me know and uh, we'll see what we can do about it. I'm sure there's something I can do about it. Anyway, if you've in... Oh, and uh, not in any way, but A... Uh, Dave obviously mentioned my brand new book, Customer Manipulation, within the within the uh, the interview and how he's been working on that one and using that to grow his business using my customer master plan model. If you want to get the very first chapter of that for free, it's available at customermanipulation.com right now. Have um, a great week, everyone. Come back next week to hear Rob Wing, the Cornish fishmonger, giving us some great ideas for customer service amongst other insights into the wild and wonderful world of selling fish online. And uh, don't forget to keep optimising. Thank you for listening to the e-commerce master plan podcast. Find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com.